Welcome to the Black Hour, where I get to talk to amazing people who do amazing things. And today, I have Katie from the Change Room. I always say the changing rooms, I made sure I practiced. <laughs> Thanks for coming to the Black Hour today. Thanks for having me. So, Change Room, let's start from there. I mean, I, your Instagram is great. Thank you. Love it. Do you, are you the one that curates it or do you have? Yeah, no, it's just me. I do all the, I'm mostly on Instagram. I do Facebook as well, but it's, it's not as nice. Yeah, Instagram, <laughs> like your Instagram, I remember the first time I saw it, like a friend, a friend tagged it and I was like, you know, I wish I wore dresses. Because, yeah, yeah. oh my God, they look so amazing. So how did it start? Um, so I was in sort of like a transition period. I just, the business I was working at, like shut down. Mm. Um, but I always knew that I wasn't really like fit for the traditional like nine to five kind mm. of job. And I always wanted to own my own business, but I didn't know what. Mm -hmm. um, so, and I loved thrifting. So it was like, it kind of just like fit together. I was like, well, what if I made a business out of this? And then like, is that, is that feasible? And then, so I started Seed and that's kind of where I worked. And I originally was going to do like a thrift store, like brick and mortar, but COVID kind of was like, you know. So did he... <laughs> Did it stop before COVID or? Um, well, I was going into seed, uh, like I had applied, but then um, I had got accepted and then like COVID just happened. So right. they were like, we don't know what's going to happen sort of thing. And they kind of asked us like, if you want to go ahead, you can. Mm. If you don't, if you want to wait, you can do that too. And I kind of just said like, there's no better time than right now. Like I'm at home, like mm. stuck at home doing nothing. So yeah, I just went through with it and I kind of just like worked through like, like they say in seed, it's like your baby, right? So, mm -hmm. and it does change a lot. Like I didn't think I was going to be online, but it ended up being the best, the best option. No, you're right. Uh, so seed, I can't remember what the, it's sense of entrepreneurial something, something, yeah, yeah, something. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but I, I have actually been through the program yeah, and it's saying, amazing. Yeah. And, um, well, I did it in person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't online. But um, how was the experience of Seed for you? A good. I mean, I'd assume it was different probably than what a lot of people, but it was kind of this cool experience where we were all kind of going through this like world changing thing. And it kind of gave us this space for us all to come together. I feel like it was different in that way and almost better. Mm. Um, and also, like I said, I any excuse to wear my pajamas. Like, <laughs> that, <laughs> if I could stay home and do it and sleep with my cat all day, that was fantastic. <laughs> so, yeah, I loved it. And, like, I think if I didn't do seed, like, I wouldn't have been asked those questions that really make you think. Right. Right. Yeah, like, right. Because you know what? When you start your business, it's like, you're just winging it <laughs> exactly yeah and i was i had like an iron grip on that idea of having mm. a thrift store and i wasn't gonna let go of it and mm. then you know a paul from seed like he really asked those questions like but is this gonna work like he asked the questions you don't really want to hear mm. but it, it made me really rethink like yeah in order for a business to be successful you kind of have to let go right. of your original mm. idea no, the pandemic changed a lot of things. I mean, apart from yeah. having to go online and all, but um, how was the first few months of, like, you know, when that very first shutdown happened? What was the experience like for you? Oh, not great. Mm. <laughs> like, part of me was like, it started out kind of like, 
oh, I don't have to socialize? Like, this is kind of awesome. Like, <laughs> I, I can organize stuff that I've been putting off. But then, like, I'm a person that's, like, really anxious. So then it started, like, the, the longer I was going without seeing people, and I was like, I don't know if this business is going to work. And, like, I'm not getting to see my family who lives in Cape Breton. And it was, like, it was rough for a really long time, mm. and I'm, as I'm sure it was for a lot of people. Um, but then I started to see the light. I, and I know, like, the first year here specifically got a little bit better in the mm. summer. So I think I, if it didn't get like that, I'm not sure how I would have been. <laughs> but, yeah, I came through on the other end, so I can't say it was... And then you came through with a business, too. The name, yeah. like, did you always have that name when you... Oh, my, no, I struggled so <laughs> hard with finding a name. Like, so my main thing is I wanted to be environmentally friendly. Like, that's my main, like focus mm -hmm. and so i was trying to figure out like a way to like play that into the name and i, I couldn't think of anything everything kind of felt like cliche mm -hmm. and then my mom was on the phone she's like well what about the change room like being the change like so it's like the change room and the change being mm -hmm. the change and i was like have you been sitting on that the whole time <laughs> like i've been up at 2 a.m like scribbling names like mm -hmm. and so like i knew immediately after she said it i was like that's that that's going to be it's catchy like it it has both the meanings that i wanted mm -hmm. so no i didn't have it right from the start but like uh, once i heard it i was like that's it thank you mom yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay um let's go back to seed then i mean what things like what was an average week at seed out what things would you have to do um so we apart did... from answering paul's question yeah. <laughs> yeah um so we just did a lot of like sitting and talking like with other like the other people in the program and kind of just like we did a lot of market research uh, like a lot of you know you got to get out and asking people and people are sitting at home right now so they're more apt to answer questions mm. so I did a lot of polls and a lot of questions and a lot of getting on Facebook and being like do you shop secondhand would you want someone to go do that shopping for you that sort of thing mm -hmm. and just like asking question after question after question to try to get really to the bottom of like what the need was for people mm. um so i would say that was the majority of my experience mm -hmm. i do feel like seed is definitely more for people that are brick and mortar than it is for online oh. so i did struggle a bit there um but yeah the people in the program are best like definitely the best help like they tell you that right from the beginning like you guys will be your own teachers amongst each other. And I, I did find that for sure. Mm, mm. Okay, so you're going through seed then setting up the change room itself. What was the process of doing that? Oh, it was like, <laughs> well, I live in a trailer, right? So it's not a very big space. It's a nice trailer. It's big for a trailer, but it doesn't have a lot of room. Mm. So I was like, how am I going to make this happen? Like, so... It, it started out, I was just taking pictures, like, in my living room, and, like, they were not good at all. Well, actually, I first started, I had painted this old barn door, and I put it on a platform, mm. and I had painted it all out and put the change room on it, and I was taking pictures on that, but I was like, oh, this is getting to be too much. So then I started doing modeling, like, getting people to model clothes for me, but then with COVID and stuff and, mm. like, trying to organize, like, people to come and do that it just kind of put me on the schedule where I could never get anything done mm. um 
so then eventually started taking pictures of myself. And then I was like, well, this is working, but it's not really looking all that great. So then eventually I gutted out one of my spare rooms and painted it all over. And it's still not perfect, but it'll have to do for now. But it's if you've seen it, it is just like filled with clothes. It's just like a throw up of rainbow and pattern. <laughs> <laughs> but but um, and then did you know, like, was Instagram your first was it always where you wanted to go? Yeah. So, like, I was always told, like, get a website, get a website, get a website. But, like, I feel like Instagram does so well because you're on there anyway. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, in this day and age, everybody's just, like, looking for that next, like, swipe, 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 swipe. And so I never actually did a website. So I did the Instagram, and it's, it's like, attached to my Facebook. So when I post there, it just posts to my Facebook. And mm-hmm. that was mostly for, like, sharing sake. So, like, my parents share it. Because you can't really share on Instagram all that much. But yeah, mm. Instagram was always like my main thing. And it's worked out so, so Man, far. It so, looks yeah. great. It looks great. It looks yeah. great. Do, do you... So Instagram, uh, being part of Facebook, they're always changing and they're always mm-hmm. copying things. And they're now trying to be TikTok and stuff. How do you feel about the reels? Mm. It's hard. <laughs> it's hard. Because I'm like... I like to stay behind the camera and yeah. like not have my face shown. Like I'm not like... I'm not, some people have that gift and I just don't have it where they can just like talk and be entertaining. Um, so the reels has been difficult. I've tried a few, but it's like, yeah, you really have to keep up with Instagrams. Like mm. they're really trying to push that TikTok thing and it's hard. <laughs> and I'm, I am scared. Like if, if they push it out, like, I don't know. That's the tricky thing about Instagram is that you're not, it's not guaranteed, right? Like at any day it could just go Switch away. Off, My account yeah. could go away, whatever. Um, but yeah, they're really trying to push that TikTok thing, and I don't know. If I can. No, well, the, the good thing now is one of uh, what's their names? Anyway, the big family Kardashians. Oh yes, yes they yes. came out against. Oh, make Instagram again, yeah. something, something. I was like, okay, well, you know, they're one of the huge, um, have highest number of followers and stuff yeah. there. So I guess Instagram might listen. But then, so you know, you set it up, you figure out what works, right? Mm-hmm. How did you get the people in, like the customers? So community is like, I think, a, such a big thing within the thrift community. So I had like a lot of big people behind me that were sharing my stuff. And I think that was like the biggest help. Mm. Obviously, like sponsored ads and stuff. But I don't find they do as well as when like somebody they know and trust is saying, hey, this mm. this girl's got something. Go follow her. Like, So I think like partnerships and just like being involved in the community is like the best way. That's kind of how I got the followers. And I kept the followers because I love just like being real. Mm. Being like if I'm having a shitty day and I mm. and I'm not feeling it, I'm like I post I'm like, hey guys, I'm not feeling it today. Like and I think they respect that. I do too. So that's one of the things that I love about your Instagram. And it's it's scary for me. Like my Instagram is bare. There's yeah. nothing up. It's it's a lot, but there's really nothing about me there. And then, you know, I read some of your questions and like it's like, doesn't it get scary, though? <laughs> <laughs> like... it, it, you do have to put yourself out there, I feel mm. like. And sometimes I'm like, oh, God, like, people are going to think I sound like an idiot. Like, no, you For don't. sure. But it when you get that feedback, it feels so good. Like, mm. when people are like, I love that I can come over here and, like, feel seen and heard. And, like, when I see clothes on your body type, it makes me feel, like, so seen. And, like, I never see my clothes on, like, plus-size people. So it's like... Yeah, when you get that feedback telling people, and I do a lot, like my customers are really good where they'll 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 t- tag me in like their pictures and say like this is my favorite piece, like I have so many pieces from these these people and like 
that that makes it all worth it to put yourself mm. out there. Mm. Yeah. <sighs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try. Yeah. <laughs> um. So and then. You put it on Instagram. How does it work exactly? Do they message you? Do they buy it off there? Yeah. So I like take all my pictures and I load them up like as drafts. I post, I usually do like a drop. I tell people, I set a reminder, like, you know, first come first serve, you got to be here. Mm. Um, and then people just message me right away. Um, and I do this thing where like, you can like leave a box open and kind of just like add to it for shipping. Cause a lot of people will buy like one thing with shipping is so crazy now. Like Canada post is insane. So like I let people just like leave a box open. So like, I'm so familiar with all my customers. Now they're just like this one, this one, this one. And I'm like, okay, I'll add it to your box. Mm. It's a super simple process. And a lot of my people, like a lot of my customers are repeat customers. Mm. So it's like, it's not even a big, a big Yeah, no, I'm learning that thing. Loyalty is yeah. what makes your business going so I was learning in my, I was taking a marketing course and, you know, you have to do awareness, control, but loyalty, right? Mm -hmm. That's where you kind of want to be. And, and when you have repeat customers, whatever it is you are doing your business is definitely working. Yeah. It's definitely they, working. they say it's more expensive to get new customers than it is to keep. The yeah. ones you have. Yeah, yep, exactly. Yep, yeah. yep. That's very true. So, um, and do you also delivers within in the city yeah so i do i it used to be cheaper i started at like three dollars for delivery and i wish i could still be doing that but obviously <laughs> gas is like gas is insane <laughs> it's, it's you, you know you know when 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 covid started there was a time that gas was <laughs> like 50 cents oh my god they, they were like take the gas take it we don't want it yeah yes. and i was driving a toyota yaris at the time so it's mm. like this big mm. and then i went to the kia Soul and i'm like oh this is brutal and then just like driving around halifax and itself like i should be paid uh, like uh, it's insane <laughs> so i do eight dollars and within hrm because like i'm from sackville so like half hour each way right, it's it's hard right. but that is like a big thing that um i find a lot of my customers say to me is like i wouldn't i don't buy from people like because i don't i drive the bus mm. so it's like i could never like even going to a thrift store and buying stuff it's like mm. hard to track that back on a bus so the delivery, like, I don't think I'll ever get rid of that because it's such a big, yeah, it's a big thing for people. Okay, so I love that. Like, <laughs> I, I love your Instagram and then seeing the, the clothes in person is freaking amazing. <laughs> Do you have a process for how you pick things you sell? Um, yeah, so it's kind of simple for me because I just look for the brightest, most right, powerful thing right. on the rack. <laughs> but it does, like, there's, like, this very fine line between ugly grandma and super cool, and that is the line that I am constantly riding. So yeah. I find those colorful pieces, and then I have to sit there and do the would a grandma wear this or could someone could someone make this look cool <laughs> which i mean a lot of the time it ends up being grandma because like that's what i tell people my style is is like it's like toddler meets grandma <laughs> <laughs> and that's my style and i stick by that <laughs> but it's pretty simple for me because i just go find the colorful pieces and like yeah. now it's so easy that I don't even have to like look through things. It's just like this automatic thing where mm. I know texture, I know quality just by like the feel of things. Mm -hmm. um, and then I just dump it all in the cart. And then at the end, I make my boyfriend stand by and we just do there. We stand there and do the looking for stains and rips check. Oh, and okay. then we do the process of elimination. And right. yeah. And then do you have a specific day you go or? I avoid Tuesdays, I'll tell Why? you that. It's seniors day. 
<laughs> it, it gets violent in there. They don't mess around. And somehow I always end up there. I'm like, is it Tuesday? No. But my partner works five on, five off. So okay. we're going for like five steady days Like right. when he gets up. Because he loves surfing too. Oh, okay, so it's, okay. we just go and do our rounds. And yeah. luckily there's multiple value villages here. Like in Sydney, there's only one. Mm. So you like never find anything. Mm -hmm. But yeah, we do our rounds when he's off work. Okay. Wow. <laughs> I didn't know that about seniors. Yeah. It's, it's, I think everywhere is seniors. Like Tuesday, just stay home on Tuesday. Just stay home. <laughs> okay. So um, do, you, do you ever have to like do any sewing to the thing? Or? Yeah. So there's like this process in which you say, is it worth it? So like sometimes things are just too far gone and I leave them there and somebody might be able to do something with them. Mm -hmm. But if I think it's worth it, I will take it home and I'll mend it. Like seams will be ripped open or sometimes I'll I'll take a piece I know I can't fix, but I know people will still buy it because it's just that cool. Mm. Um, but I do a lot of hand sewing. I suck at machine sewing, <laughs> but I'm really good at hand sewing. So mm. I do a lot of that. And then I also do a little bit of like bleach dyeing and that sort of thing like wait what is that so it's like tie dyeing but you just do it with the bleach kind of like oh, that yeah okay, okay 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 and just some funky things like that but it is time consuming so i mm. try to avoid that <laughs> okay so now the one that kills you know me and i think most people that start a business pricing yeah that's hard um i did a lot of research on it and it's so hard for my business because you can say you're going to mark it up x y and z but at the end of the day it's like this is a piece that nobody maybe will ever find again mm. so it's like it's all like supply and demand right like if someone's gonna pay this amount of money like you'd be kind of silly to not charge this amount of money mm. but if i if i pay uh, like there's some thrift stores where i'm paying like a dollar a piece mm -hmm. that i'm not charging I'm not going to charge mm, exuberant amount. amounts of yeah. money. It it really just depends. Like that's the hardest thing. Like I, people ask me that a lot and it's not like a set in stone mm. formula. Mm -hmm. It really comes down to each individual piece. Like did I have to soak it in like stain remover and do all this like crazy stuff to get it to where it is mm -hmm. or was it just kind of like a steamed and it's done and ready to sell? Yeah. Yeah, it it's a process. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um this is a business you've been running a couple of years now. Um, were you doing anything like like a job? And... Yeah, so I was a manager at a like a crystal jewelry store in Dartmouth, mm -hmm. um, and I was doing that for a bit. And before that, I would just had just been steadily like in school, okay, pretty much. Um, and like that job was fine, but it's like I said, it's just like I knew it was never me, mm. and I was just kind of like going through the motions. Um, yeah, retail. Retail is not for me. But, but, but yeah, you know, I, one thing. So I think, and I have this weird theory that not everyone should go into business. <laughs> uh, um, and I think when you should go into business, it kind of just speaks to you and stuff. Yeah. Like, had you, was it part of you that always knew you wanted to do something for yourself? Yeah. There was always this part, like, I, where I couldn't understand how people... We're just doing all this work for somebody else. Mm. Like, I see these people, like, dedicate their lives to businesses. And, like, I, I commend that. Mm -hmm. But I just could never imagine myself doing it and coming home and not feeling that, like, fulfillment. Mm. Um, so I was always trying to seek that, like, I know they tell you to, like, 
don't mix your hobbies and jobs and stuff. But like, mm-hmm. I have never found that this job, like it's always been just as fulfilling as the first day. Mm. And I feel good about that. And I like that. And I would rather come home like with 20 bucks and be happy mm. than make, like that's just my, like right. my morals. Like, and for some people that's not it. Some people want to make big bucks and mm. that's what, what's going to make them happy. But if I can sit home with my cat and drink tea and like <laughs> and list clothes on Instagram, like that's that's a life for me. So the change room is fulfilling for you. Yeah, it is. It really is. I feel like I'm in a growth spot right now where like something big I feel like is gonna happen soon. Like it's kind of been like going steady and it's been good, but like there was always like a plan for something bigger, like maybe a brick or mortar someday, or my mom just started a business. And I might start doing some collabs with her and stuff. Mm. But I feel like it's still fulfilling, but I feel like it's it's breaking out of its its current skin. It's going to be... You know, something that stood out for me in this chat we're having is you and your mom. Like, how, you guys are really close. Yeah, we are. <laughs> yeah, we are. It's... I mean, besides the fact that we look almost identical, no <laughs> like, and we've gotten that, but yeah, like I talk to my mom more than anybody. She's like my best friend, and mm. she's one of my biggest like inspos for this whole thing because she sews herself. So that's her business is making clothes. Um, but yeah, we she, she's she's always been a big. And she like you need to learn how to sew because you're like I can hand sew, but yeah. I'm not gonna use <laughs> yeah. a machine. Well, no, she laughs at me because <laughs> I I managed to mess up literally the easiest sewing. It's yeah. so funny, like it's bad. So whenever I have anything that's like slightly complicated, I'm like, you can do this. You can do this. This is your job now. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so what what else? I know you say something big is coming with this collab, but are there some, I guess, plans in the pipes? Um, not exactly. I am trying to do more markets. I have one of those coming up on the tenth. I'm doing the Gottagen like Uptown Festival, and I really do love those. Like, I was really worried to do them because, like I said, I didn't think retail was for me. Mm. But it's very different when you love what you're doing mm. and when you love your customers and like they're people that you like would get along with in real life mm. there's something different about that so i did the first market and i was like why do i not hate my life right now <laughs> why is this like really good yeah. and then like everyone after that it's just been like better and better and people coming up and just like talking and telling you like they love your stuff like it's a very different different than working for somebody else doing mm. retail how do you prepare for a market versus doing it online um it's like it's a lot of work but it's almost like better work in a way because like i hate taking the pictures that's probably my least favorite part there's like all the editing and all this stuff and i'm like warm and i'm like i hate this i need like six cups of iced coffee but like with the markets it's like a lot of tagging and like getting stuff ready to like go like the lifting is the hardest part and my partner helps me with that so it's like more work but like it's different work Mm. it's different work for sure how long is the market typical hours um probably like four four hours is probably like the average for markets all depends on what what's going on what what it's for okay man i'm enjoying the chat uh (laughs) i i I don't want to keep you so i'm going to ask you this last question though you know you're doing this thing you love it's it's keeping you going it's inspiring it's fulfilling and Someone is out there is watching and they think, okay, they might want to do the same thing. Maybe not this, but kind of follow something they want to do. What advice would you give that person? I would definitely just say go for it because if it fails, if it crashes and burns, like at least you 
won't sit there with that regret of like not trying. Um, I would say ask a lot of lots of questions and find sort of like somebody within whatever field it is to kind of bounce questions off of. Mm. Cause that was like the biggest help for me is having somebody inside the business being like, this works, this doesn't work, this works, but like ultimately just go for it. That's what I would say because like if I didn't, my life would be on a completely different track right now. Mm. And I have like COVID kind of to thank for that. <laughs> and just kind of like everything, like everything went a certain way for a reason, I believe. And mm. yeah, if I didn't take that jump, I, it, things would be really different. Wow. Thank you. Oh, so um, what's the Instagram handle? Uh, it's the change.room nice. on Instagram. And I think it's change.room on Facebook. Mm. But if you type in the change room, you'll find me. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much, Katie. Yeah, thank you.